Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to another edition of I Won't Stop Until I Win. I am your host, Jose Flores, and each week I'll be sharing inspiring stories of people who push through the pain, who overcome adversity, and who keep on running their race to become the winners they are today. So thank you for spending some time with me, and let's jump right into the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? Thanks again for hanging out with me. Listen, I just want to take a few moments right up front to give God some thanks because I believe that without him, none of this would be possible. So I just pray that somebody that's out there that's listening is encouraged, motivated, inspired to learn more, do more, and ultimately become more. I pray that in Jesus' name, and I thank you again for all hanging out with me. Listen, this week I wanted to talk about, you know, what is your story? (laughs) What's your story? Because a lot of times people go through life and they don't think that their story is important enough. They don't think that their story matters. They don't think that they don't have a powerful enough story. Sometimes they think that they haven't gone through anything to be able to tell a story. But listen, every single one of you listening or watching this right now, you have a story. You have a story and it's your responsibility. It's your obligation to share your story with the world. And if not even with the world, at the very bare minimum with other people. Because how many people are getting affected? Just imagine this. How many people are getting affected by you not sharing your story? Listen, guys, this is how the whole world evolves. This is how we get over things. This is how we get information. This is how we become successful. This is how we get through things, right? We, we experience our breakthrough is by sharing our stories. Because the reality is, is that There's nothing new under the sun. There is nothing new under the sun. And so our stories have the capability of inspiring someone else who's been down the same path or a path that is very similar to yours. That's why it's so important to share your story. You know, I get so many people, obviously being in a wheelchair, my wheelchair also elevates uh, 12 inches. So I I get a foot extra in height. So now I can actually have a conversation with people eye to eye instead of looking up at them and having a conversation. You know how many years and years and years I did that and my neck, you know, was killing me from all the conversations because on top of that, I'm, I'm a speaker and I talk for a living and I just love to talk to people. You can imagine all those looking up times that I had to have in my neck, uh, how, how uh, you know, sometimes it would be achy, but now I get to look at people eye level and have a conversation. And I'm always able to share a story because the wheelchair is a talking point. But not only that, people just look at me because since I don't look, quote unquote, like a sick person, people are always wondering, man, what's that guy's story? I'm interested in hearing what happened to him. Like, why is he in a wheelchair? Why is he still smiling in a wheelchair? (laughs) Right? How is he able to have a wife and children? Like, I want to know this guy's story. It's intriguing. It's captivating. I want to know his his story. And the same way people are looking at me like that, believe it or not, whether you have a wheelchair or not, people are interested in hearing your story. I mean, this is from ancient, this is from the ancient of times. This is how people communicated through storytelling. If you look at old ancient walls in 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 the Middle East, you'll see drawings on the board. Back uh, in, the, in the Egyptian times, you'll see drawings on the wall. People always communicated through storytelling and getting around a campfire or just hanging out in, in, in a cave or somewhere, telling stories to each other. 
grandparents telling their children, their children's children, and parents telling their children, and those stories going on for generations to generations and generations, right? Storytelling is a big deal in our society and in our culture and in the, and in the, and the, and the evolution of, of our planet. Storytelling has always been a huge thing. So I want to ask you this question, guys. What is your story? What's your story? Sometimes we get so busy with life that we don't even take a moment to sit back and think about what is our, what is our story? If someone asked you, what's your story, what would you tell them? Like, I'm asking you that right now while you're listening to this. And I know that the wheels are moving and you're thinking like, man, yeah, what is my story? <laughs> what kind of story can I share? And, and as you're thinking about that, listen, all these type of different stories and experiences are going to start popping up. But the problem is, is that people don't want to share their stories because they're ashamed of what happened to them. They're embarrassed about what happened to them. Listen, I used to be ashamed and embarrassed, you know, because my body was underdeveloped looking and I had to wind up getting into this wheelchair. So I know how that feels. I know how being feeling ashamed and embarrassed feels like. But maybe you've gone through something in your life. Maybe it was a traumatic situation. Maybe it, it was a, a shameful or embarrassing or, or, or an accident that happened. Like whatever that thing is, you know, maybe, and your story doesn't always have to come from a bad situation. <laughs> you can tell a story of coming from a good family that your parents have been married your whole life, right? The, the unfortunate part is so many people come from a broken family, so they, they, they can share all the hurts and pains and experiences that came from that, but not everybody comes from that type of family background. So maybe your story is, hey, listen, I, I come from a great family background. My parents are still married to this day. My parents supported me, but my parents were there for me. My parents showed me what a marriage is supposed to look like. My parents, my parents showed me what a husband and wife's love is supposed to look like uh, towards each other. My parents showed me what getting through struggle looks like as a married couple. My, par my parents were there for me. They, they, they were at my, all my school events and my sporting events. And maybe that's your story. It's a great story. Listen. People who don't have that would love to hear about that. They would love to hear about that. Even though it's a painful topic for them, they want to hear that, hey, you know what? I come from a broken family. I come from a broken family, but that person doesn't. I want to hear what that sounds like because since I never experienced that, I want to hear what that's all about. I want to hear what, what was the glue that stuck them together. Right? Maybe that's your story. Maybe your story is that you're great at at, at, you know, you're an athlete and you're great at athletics and sports and how you had to bust your butt and work and practice and train every single day, year after year after year to get to the, you know, D1 college or NFL or NBA or whatever that looks like. Or maybe you didn't make it. Maybe you had an injury and you were right there this close. Like everybody has a story to tell. I'm telling you. Everybody has a story to tell. I, I have a million stories, even if, like excluding the wheelchair, taking the wheelchair out of the picture. I have a million stories to tell. So I want to ask you again, guys, what's your story? What's holding you back from sharing your story? A lot of times we have to be bold enough and courageous enough to remove the shame, remove the guilt, you know, stop letting the pain and the hurt from our past experiences stopping us from sharing our story with the world. Listen, I remember sharing a story one time with this individual who was going through a tough situation and I went through a similar, it wasn't the exact same situation, but it was very, very similar. And I wound up sharing with this individual what I had to go through 
and how I was able to change my outlook and my perception and my perspective about the situation and push through it and push through it. And that individual, he also happened to be in a wheelchair as well, in case you're wondering what the story was. This individual was in a wheelchair. He had gotten into an accident and his, his, uh, his mom called me and said, hey, listen, can you talk to my son? He's very depressed. I'm scared. He may even be suicidal. And, you know, the list, that whole situation is a, is a difficult situation. And obviously I know what that is because I'm in a wheelchair now. I wasn't in an accident. I was born like this. And, uh, but I know what life in a wheelchair is like. So that's what the similarity was. Um, and, but this guy had to, you know, he had to have a catheter. He had a bag that he had to go number two in. He had to poop in a bag. I don't know what that's like because that's not my situation. But again, that doesn't matter. The main root cause of everything is life in the wheelchair, not being independent, having to depend on people, having to ask people for help, having to ask people to do this, to open the door, to, oh, you know what I mean? It's like, as, and then especially as men, sometimes we struggle with that because we're supposed to be the tough guys. We're supposed to be the macho guys. We're supposed to be the ones that don't need any help, right? <laughs> and now you go from not having to ask for help to having to ask everybody for everything. That's a tough situation. So I got on the phone with this guy. I had a conversation with him. And uh, I mean, you could just hear it in this guy's voice. It was like, oh my gosh, finally, somebody who understands me. All this guy wanted was somebody who understood what he was going through that could relate to him. His parents couldn't relate to him. His family, his friends couldn't relate to him. No one else that he knew was in a wheelchair. Uh, so his mom reached out and I reached out. And I spoke, I had a conversation with this guy and I can hear the change in his voice tone from the beginning of the conversation to the end of the conversation. Like I can feel his smile, I can see his smile, I can sense his smile because he knew that there was someone else out there who understood the pain and the struggle and the adversity and the challenges and the difficulty that he was going through. And it was like, oh my gosh, somebody sent help for me. Somebody sent relief to me. And I was, that, I, was be, I was able to be that relief for him. And the same way I was able to be that relief for him, imagine how many people you can be a relief for if you were just brave enough to share your story. If you were just brave enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to let this past experience stop me from sharing my, my voice and sharing my story with other people and helping other people get their breakthrough through the pain and the struggle that I had to go through. It's an, it's an incredible feeling and situation and position that you get to be in. Not that you have to be in, that you get to be in. Because when you get to impact and inspire and encourage and motivate someone else's life, and when you get to help be a, pro, a part of the process of changing their mindset, it's a lifetime situation. That person is never, for the rest of their lives, going to forget you. And then guess what happens? You're going to be a part of their storytelling because they're going to tell everyone about how they met you and how you shared your story with them and it changed their lives. Ooh, I get the chills right now. That's because so many people, I've met so many people that come up to me and tell me, man, Jose, thank you for sharing your story. This and this resonated me, that and that resonated with me. And because of you sharing your story, I, I, I experienced a breakthrough and now I'm able to go to the next level of my life. Now I want to go and share my story. Now I feel comfortable enough. Now I feel brave enough. Now I feel courageous enough. And that feeling right there, folks, is what fires me up every single day. That's what fires me. That's what keeps me going day after day after day doing what I'm doing. So when, listen, guys, when you get to the point where you're able to share your story, no matter what type of story, listen, I've heard of crazy, I've heard of 
of women being raped, women being molested, men and women, both alike. You know what I mean? People's fathers being shot down right in front of them. A father, at my, boy, at my boy had his dad shot and killed in front of him at a young age. I'm talking about violent stories, tragic stories, accidents, car accidents, people dying, like all types of different stories. And people are walking around with this type of, you know, pain, hurt, shame, and guilt and embarrassment. They're walking around with this, holding on to this. But when you could get to the point where you share that, every time you share that story, you, you, you loosen another piece of that past experience from you as a burden. You loosen it. You break it off. You, another piece, another chip comes off. And you don't have to walk around with a chip on your shoulder anymore. <laughs> that's where that story, that's where that whole phrase comes from, walking around with a chip on your shoulder. It's chips of pieces of past ex hurt experiences that you're carrying around with you. And, and, and it's a chip on your shoulder. People can recognize it. People can sense it. You walk around with that type of energy. But every time you share that story with somebody, you're relieving not only yourself from the burden of carrying that, but you're relieving someone else as a rescue to them, as a relief to them and helping them break through their experiences because you've been able to break through your own experiences. This is a phenomenal thing where storytelling, if listen, if you want help developing and crafting your signature story, your master story, your main stage story. And when I say stage, I'm not talking about a, a, like an actual stage, although it could be, but I'm talking about every time you wake up and you put your feet on the ground, you are on stage. You are stepping on stage when you're going to work, when you're going to the supermarket, when you're going to the mall, when you're going to the, wherever you're going, you are on a stage because guess what? People are always watching and listening. So you're always on a stage. So if you need help developing that stage story, that elevator story, that elevator pitch, whether it's a quick one or a full blown hour conversation or even longer, and you need help with that, I want you to go ahead and reach out to me. Go ahead and email me at info at joseinspires.com. I want to help you develop that master signature story that's captivating, that's heart touching. Listen, I know we, we tell stories and there's so many people talking and information is being transferred and everything is going uh being transferred at a head level. But when you can transfer information and share stories and touch people at a heart level, that's love. That is love. And when you can develop that type of uh, connection with somebody, that's a loving relationship because you've connected on a heart level. Trust me, you've just gained yourself a lifelong friend and fan potentially. And so I just want to encourage you, if you need help developing that story, if any of you have heard me speak and you see some of the exercises that I have people do, you know that they are powerful. People are touched. People are captivated. People are transformed. I'm telling you. So if you want to be able to have a, a way to create your words and develop a story that's going to be impacting and motivating and empowering, then I want you to go ahead and reach out to me, info at joseinspires.com. Obviously, you already know you can go to my website as well, joseinspires.com, but I want to be able to help you craft and develop that keynote signature story that's going to be powerful to where you can touch many people at a heart level by sharing your experiences. So listen, guys, that's what I have for you this week. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I thank you guys. And listen, also, when you're going down the list of stories, you want to make sure that you pick the stories that are going to be captivating to people, that are going to touch their hearts. You want to take people on a roller coaster almost. You want to take them all the way up and all the way down, right? Fast. And, and, but not too down, not all the way down, not too far down where you can't pull them back up to where they're so distraught and, and crying and, and, and just uncontrollable uh, emotions. 
uh, but you want to take them far enough to where they feel what you're saying and you make them, you make them cry, you make them laugh a little bit. And then you go all the way up and you take them on that high. Right. So it's like a roller coaster. So when they get off and you finish and when you get off the stage and they finish taking that ride with you, they're like, Woo, and I want to do that again. <laughs> right. So if you want help with that, go ahead and reach out to me. So listen, guys, I appreciate you guys. I thank you guys. I love you guys. And until next week, take care and God bless. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of I Won't Stop Until I Win. Once again, I am your host, Jose Flores. And make sure you visit me at joseinspires.com, where you'll see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every single day on how you can win and keep on winning. We have new episodes dropping every week. So make sure you guys like, subscribe, and share with other winners so that everyone can keep up with what's going on. Once again, I appreciate you tuning in. And we'll catch you on the next episode of I won't stop until I win.